This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Before we get into Adam Shine's list of ranking the eight divisions in the NFL based on the quarterbacks, the starting quarterbacks in that division, a couple of news and notes from around the league I thought were interesting to get into. First of all, there was a retirement from a Pittsburgh Steeler of some note, yeah. I would say. Five years with the Pittsburgh Steelers, six years overall in his NFL career. I know you all remember the name. Anthony Ciccolo decided to hang up his NFL career, uh, I think, a couple days ago. So congratulations yeah. to Chick. Always a really good special teams player. Yep. I mean, I mean no question about yeah, it. That's yeah. about it. That's what I mean, you need those guys. But he was yeah. certainly a, someone that recognized his role. Probably someone you wished was able to elevate a little bit more. Yeah. Not to being a starter, but to being a guy that could really spell outside linebackers. Well, but... he really played during an era of which the defense had very little identity, basically next to nothing. The only player of substance when he was really playing a lot of minutes was uh, Ryan Chazier. So you definitely wish, considering they were both at linebacker, that he could have stepped up a little bit to make Chazier's life easier, but... So, yeah, I mean, definitely a solid special teams player, a reliable special teams guy. And, you know, you played six years in the NFL. I mean, that's a hell of an accomplishment. That is yeah, certainly something absolutely. that you should not hang your head over. I mean, you, you made it and you proved you were good enough to keep coming back on, on a team for, for six years of your career. So, Chick, congratulations there. And uh, whatever you do after football, I'm sure it'll be great. But you got yeah. a lot of money in the bank to mm-hmm. really take a good long time to think about what you want to do after this. Don't. Don't rush into anything too much. The other uh, headline that I wanted to get into was Richard Sherman was arrested this morning out in Seattle for uh, domestic burglary, domestic violence charge. And that kind of puts free agency up in the air for someone who's one of the more popular free agent targets in this offseason. We talked about the Steelers potentially going after a cornerback. His name never really popped up. More of a slot guy that we look for the Steelers to get like a Brian Poole and taking a flyer on Richard Sherman was something we maybe kicked around a little bit, but nothing that we thought was even possible. No. Now it's definitely not possible. No. And you got to wonder, is this maybe the end of his career? I know that, you know, he was denied bail, so that's pretty serious. But you just don't know what's going to come out of this, if it's minor, if it's major, if it is a minor, somewhere in between. I don't know. This might be something that will scare some teams off for someone who's 33 years old. Then again, it might attract more teams who think they can get them cheaper as well. That's how the NFL yeah. can work sometimes. Yeah, and I mean, and we've seen guys play with much worse, you know what I mean? But I wonder like, if this could be the end. This could it be could the be. retirement. I mean, what a terrible way for him to go out for right. someone who's borderline Hall of Fame. And he's had a fantastic career. Let, let's not take anything yeah. away from him. Um, a part of one of the most dominant defenses in recent memory. Um, and, I mean, just iconic plays, too, uh, you know, to his credit. Right. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it is it is a unfortunate if it is the end, we don't know for certain. But if you were to ask me right now, I definitely think that it is. I mean, if you had to, if you asked me and I had to give an answer, I think it would be the end because he hadn't been signed yet. And we're what, you know, two weeks away, at least from the Steelers training camp being opened, um, you know, a handful of weeks away from everybody else. So, you know, if you weren't going to get signed now, I don't know if you would have. Sure, maybe someone brings you in during camp or right before camp, that sort of thing. That's a possibility. But nobody had signed him yet, so I, I do believe that this is the end. And again, it is unfortunate because he has, you know, I mean, in our lifetime at least, he's probably one of the better corners yeah, that we've is. ever seen play. Definitely, you, you don't think that 
with this news coming out, if he's if he's somehow still able to play, this kind of softens the market, maybe makes the price a little more affordable. I think it does drop the price on him. It a does, bit. but I'm just saying if if you haven't signed him yet already, I know again this could cheapen it. And maybe well, I don't think anyway, it would but... be. I don't think a signing would take place soon. Now I think this has to play out, and then you have to see if he's still going to be it in the NFL. And then once this whole thing kind of unravels. It's it's taken care of. Then you can say, okay, is he still going to play? And then maybe try to make a deal happen with with it with a softer price attached. Yeah, no question about that. Um, I I think one thing he does have going for him though is you know they said he was trying to break into a house of a family member, and his wife released a statement that said they didn't want to make any statements. But the one thing she wanted to make clear is that he didn't hurt her, he didn't hurt any of the kids, he didn't intend to injure any of them, and that he was a good guy. So. You know, no crime is good, but right. that would have taken it to a whole nother level where, I mean, you wouldn't even have the debate should he be playing anymore. It right, shouldn't right. be a no-brainer that he shouldn't. But we'll see how things play out. Like you said, Jacob, it's still kind of early on in the process. And either way, a team probably wouldn't sign him until the very end of training camp or something of that nature. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, let's just be honest. He was going to be a fringe guy anyway on a roster. No one was really going to bring him in to be their number one corner. He was just going to kind of supplement a team that already had a pretty good secondary. And when you're going to be a supplemental guy, things like this can really, you know, hinder your ability to be signed. No, no doubt. I mean, it's not it's not a great look, obviously, um, you know, regardless of what, you know, uh, she came out and said. But at the same time, uh, again, like we said, does this necessarily mean the end? No, but it's not a it's not necessarily a great look. Right. Patrick Mahomes. Had some fun in Lake Tahoe over the weekend at the American Celebrity Golf Championship. Did you see he hit a drive like 340 yards? Did not. That's insane. Yeah, it is. But he also well. had some fun with some fans who were calling out to him as he was walking up one of the fairways to watch out for Justin Herbert next year. Mahomes quicked back, I'll see it when I believe it. I, I think he meant to say, I'll believe it when I see it. I think he kind of effed up the popular yeah. saying there. Mm -hmm. But still, that's a very interesting thing to say, and it kind of is funny, and it's a, an all-in-good fun. But the reason why I bring it up is it just goes to show you how careful you have to be when you're a quarterback, especially the status of Mahomes, because this took off. People were starting to say, well, Mahomes right. trash-talking the rookie, to the point where Mahomes had to come out again and state it was taken out of context. I was just talking some trash to those fans. I have a ton of respect to Herbert as a player. You know what? I kind of don't want to live in a world where you can't take a little shot at a division rival quarterback right. in all in good fun. I mean, he said, I'll believe it when I see it. It's not like he completely excoriated the guy, but you have to immediately come back. Oh, what did you mean by that? Did you mean that you don't respect Justin Herbert as a player? You don't think he's good enough to make it into the NFL, blah, 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 blah. No, I'm just having some fun with some random people, but the spotlights on a guy like Mahomes and, and as Tom Brady can probably attest to, and if you watched the match, you saw some of the interviews he did there. Dude's a robot because he absolutely knows any random misstep, and I don't even think this is a, even a misstep, honestly, but any random thing that can be perceived as a misstep, I mean, the media just goes wild if you're a right. quarterback in the NFL. You you have to be a robot almost. Yeah, and look, I mean, that's the unfortunate part of where we are, you know, Right now, in, in, in the social media because age. And, you, and also, don't you want a rivalry to start with those two. They're both right. young. They're both in the same division. It's like good for that, the game. That could kick two games yeah. a year between those two if they have a couple of you know pot shots at each other in the yeah. offseason. That's that's great for growing the game. You know, it is. I not mean, that the, the game needs to be grown much, but still. <laughs> no. But, I mean, look, when you're the quarterback, like you said, you kind of have to be 
the robot. You you're kinda, almost above that. Yeah, like, you're not expected to be the trash talk. He didn't mean anything by that, obviously. And, trash and, talk. And even if he did, like, oh well, you know what I mean. Like, I think Mahomes knows that that Herbert is a rising star. I mean, obviously, he won Rookie of the Year last year. Like, you know, it's not crazy to. I mean, how we we've talked about too. Like, the Chargers are going to be a tough team next year. And you know, not to say they'll win the division or anything like that. You do have to play the Chiefs. But I mean, I'm sure Mahomes is just having a little bit of fun. And, you know, again, like you said, I don't want to live in a world where, you know, you can't have a little fun in, at a golf outing if someone, you know, chirps at you about, you know, an opposing quarterback in your division. Speaking of quarterbacks and divisions, NFL.com's Adam Shine ranked the NFL divisions, not based on the teams, based on just the quarterbacks on those teams. And starting at the bottom and working our way up the top of his list. At number eight, he has the NFC East, the worst division in regards to quarterbacks. Dallas Cowboys with Dak Prescott, the New York Giants with Daniel Jones, the Eagles with Jalen Hurts, and the Washington football team with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't understand why he has them as the bottom feeder. I was going to say the same thing. I'll skip up to where he has the AFC East as number seven. I think the AFC East has the better quarterback overall between both of these divisions, but, you know, and not to speak like the depth is immaculate in either of them, but I, I would take a Dak Prescott, Daniel Jones, Jalen Hurts, and Fitzpatrick over an Allen to a Mac Jones slash Cam Newton or Zach Wilson. I mean, we don't know what Zach Wilson or Mac Jones is going to be. We kind of don't even know what Tua Tagovailoa is going to be yet. Cam Newton's washed up, and I'm not afraid to say that right now. Josh Allen's top five in the league, so that carries a ton of weight. But Dak Prescott is probably in the top ten, so he's not too far behind Josh Allen. Kind of cancels him out there in a way. And then Daniel Jones, I think, is better at this current point than Tua, Mac Jones, or Zach Wilson. I mean, definitely Mac Jones and Zach yeah. Wilson, having not seen them play. Jalen Hurts, yeah, I'm really not a fan of Jalen Hurts, but... Then you look at Fitzmagic, that's the guy that Tua couldn't completely take the starting job away from last year to the point where we saw really our first ever, you know, uh, platoon at the quarterback position in the NFL for a mm -hmm. team that had success with the Miami Dolphins. So, you know, uh, I know these are the two bottom feeders on his list, but I, I take a little discrepancy there. I think I would have flipped them. I, I think although Josh Allen is the best of this group of eight or nine, if you count Mac Jones and Cam Newton, I think you got to flip it and think that the AFC East is the worst top to bottom when it comes to quarterbacks. Yeah, and like the, the NFC East is just slightly better. If you were like, I'm doing this like as an exercise myself here, but like if you were to give each quarterback a letter grade and then average it out, you know, looking at the 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 East, I think I would be more inclined. Like for example, Prescott probably gets an A, as you said, he's probably what top ten in the league. That would give me an A, A minus, since I'm yeah. gonna give Allen an A for right. sure. I mean, Daniel Jones is probably like a C or a C plus. You know, some uh, C plus I'd give you. Yeah, Hertz is probably a D plus or a C because you don't know. Um, Fitzmagic's probably a B minus. That's exactly right? what I gave him was yeah. a B minus. Yeah. And then you, if you were to look at the AFC East, Allen's an A, obviously. Right. Um, Tua's probably a you know C? a C I would or say a C B plus. minus. B minus. <sighs> really? See the way he's so the way he's, do, the way he's clearly going about it when he lists each division is that he lists each quarterback and and how favorable he he views them. So I'm just looking at the top two from the. From the AFC East, he is Allen and Tua at number one and two. In the NFC East, he is Dak and Daniel Jones. And I just think Daniel Jones, yes, he has potential with the Giants, but I think I'm guessing shines he's more potential in Tua. The top two names on that on each division list, I think shine brighter than the top two in the NFC East. Number six on the list is the NFC North. 
Justin Fields slash Andy Dalton with the Bears. I think that's going to become Fields uh, yeah, yeah. sooner rather than later. The Lions with Jared Goff. The Packers with Aaron Rodgers with a question mark next to it. But as we talked about in an episode we did earlier this week, I think as we march closer to training camp, it's more and more likely that Rodgers is going to be staying in Green Bay. And actually, a good point I, I heard from Jeff Saturday if Rodgers was serious about leaving Green Bay, then why does he still have his house in Green Bay? Why yeah. hasn't he started moving all of his cars back to his house in California? Just something to think about yeah. there. But he's probably going to end up in Green Bay this year. And then you have the Vikings with Kirk Cousins. He has them at number six. Looking up ahead, I would even put them at number four, maybe, ahead of both the AFC South and the NFC South. Um, well, I think the top— The AFC the bottom, South is number five right in front of them. Yeah, with, I, I'm just looking at the list. The bottom five— are, I think, a tier below the top three of That's the divisions. That's probably fair. I think the top three divisions are really solid. The bottom five, you can make the argument one through five for those that group of them. I don't really see any one. I, I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking at the NFC North. I'm thinking, is we just talked about Kirk Cousins the other day, how he's not a world beater, how he hasn't really accomplished much since coming to Minnesota, despite having a lot of offensive weapons in the run game and passing game. Jared Goff, we all say the Lions got the better or the the Rams got the better end of the deal getting rid of Goff and getting Stafford. And then you still have a question mark next to Aaron Rodgers and you still have a question mark next to Andy Dalton because the Bears could end up starting Andy Dalton week Mm. one. I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily better than than the AFC East. I don't think it is. The, I, don't, I don't know if it's better than the NFC East. I think be it's better than the AFC South. I think it's better than the AFC, the NFC South for sure. I, I think, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is an A plus if we're going off of Kellen's system. Yeah. I give Kirk Cousins a B. I give Jared Goff a B minus. Uh, see, you give K- Kirk Cousins a B, but you give Tua a C. I don't. Oh, without question, Jacob. Tua what has Tua done? Anything. He hasn't done anything yet. In the I don't. I, I don't really believe in Kirk Cousins though. But he's Kirk done Cousins. It. Ha- Kirk Cousins has had more. What would you give him on his C? plate? I give Kirk Cousins a C. That's nuts. Kirk Cousins I, I, if you want to, if you want to give Tua a C, I think you have to give Kirk Cousins. But he's a C. better than Tua right now. Tua hasn't done. I don't know if he yet. is. Tua hasn't been able to hold on to his starting job. That's all we know from Kirk Tua. Cousins. Didn't have a Ryan Fitzpatrick next to him. I think if you put Ryan Fitzpatrick he had to beat on the out of Robert Griffin the third. Okay, he was drafted you, in gonna, front of him. Are you going mean, to talk about Robert Griffin the third now compared to Ryan Fitzpatrick? I'm just now? saying, like Kirk Cousins at least is established as an NFL quarterback in the league. I, I think Tua still has. Tua, well, Tua you're looking at here. this list of the, the NFC North, and Kirk Cousins is last. That doesn't mean I don't anything. think he's listing it top to bottom because he's Justin Fields, Andy Dalton at the top. Yeah, so his, it's not it's not like one through four in that division. It's just the the starters for that division as a group. I just okay. think that it's an alphabetical. Because if it was if it was from power ranking within the division, I mean Rodgers would be number one. There's no question. Why would well, maybe because he, he has be that third? question mark. I don't know. Oh, actually, you're right because I'm looking at the NFC South and he is Brady. At Brady's the, at the very okay, bottom. So exactly. Mind. So yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with that. But just look at the AFC South on top of of that division. Tyrod Taylor. Are you saying the AFC South is worse than the NFC North? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I can get behind that. Tyrod but Taylor. I, I, I'm saying the NFC North is worse than the AFC East and possibly the That's NFC That's fine. East. Then you can put the AFC East as high as five if you want to. But I, I just think you, him having, Shine having Tyrod Taylor, who's the starter for Houston right now, he said he's not going to include Deshaun Watson for the purpose right. of this exercise. That could change things if Deshaun Watson does play. Yeah. Carson Wentz in Indy in a new situation. The rookie number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence, and then Ryan Tannehill. I mean, talk about unproven. Two of those guys on that list are unproven. Tyrod Taylor has been unfortunate, been dealt an unfortunate hand when it comes to his injuries and his career. But Trevor Lawrence hasn't played one snap. Carson Wentz 
It's a crapshoot. You don't know which Carson Wentz you're going to get. And Ryan Tannehill isn't this all-star quarterback or this all or this all pro or a Pro Bowl quarterback. He's, no, he's a guy. Like Kirk Cousins, or he's like he's like Jared Goff in my mind. He's I about average. Very similar. Yeah, he's about average. And but he's I don't probably think, the I don't best think collectively one. those guys are better than the NFC North, especially if Aaron Rodgers stays. I think if Aaron Rodgers stays, you have to put the NFC North above the AFC South. And I would think about doing it in front of the NFC South as well. Matt Ryan, I think he's had a great career, but I think he's definitely starting to go down on his career trajectory. The Carolina Panthers are going to break in Sam Darnold and try that experiment out and try to rec- reclimate him, uh, the Saints, with either Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill. That's a crap shit. Both of those guys, right. you know, they don't really I mean, I don't know. Impress. I don't know why Sean Payne would ever consider going Taysom Hill as a starting quarterback because he's not a starting quarterback. He's a tight end. He's a he's a flex guy. He's not a quarterback. No, he, he's not. He is a flex guy. Uh, Tom Brady, obviously the Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback of the greatest quarterback of all time, speaks for himself, so he carries a lot of weight in this division. But Darnold and then the Winston Hill thing with the Panthers and the Saints is a massive question mark. And then Matt Ryan, he has been lost, on the downtrend, and yeah. he lost his Whoopi. Right, he lost his. He Julio may be Jones. getting a new one in um, Kyle Pitts. In Kyle but, Pitts, but but Pitts plays a different position than Julio Jones did. Sure, and obviously the Falcons still have some firepower on that offensive side of the ball. But it's always been a question about that defense with that team, and right, you know. Ryan, although he has won an MVP in the past, he certainly is it's, starting. It's the now a distant trend. past. You know, we're 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 five years separated from that MVP season. But the one guy that I think is very interesting is, is Sam Darnold on the Panthers. I, I think that's a guy I'm going to keep a close eye on as the season starts. I think that he had all the talent in the world, kind of dealt a raw deal when he was on the Jets. Um, obviously Anyone who goes to the Jets is Delta Rod. Playing for Adam Gase, yeah. too, was right. tough for him. So now he's in a new situation in Carolina. Matt Rule, second-year coach, obviously defensive-minded. They're going to run the ball a whole hell of a lot, as they should when you have Christian McCaffrey on that team. And you know, Darnold is still young enough where you can get the most out of him. It's not like his potential has completely passed him yet. So maybe, in a way, this is a lot based on potential, and Shine thinks Darnold's going to be great, and that's why he has the NFC South uh, – as high as number four, I would probably bump him down to like six on a list that I was doing, and uh, but with an a strong eye on someone like Sam Darnold to to disrupt somewhat that flow of that division. It's mm-hmm. still going to go to Tampa Bay, but you know maybe instead of the Saints being the one that is the contender behind Tampa Bay, it's Carolina instead this year. And I think Darnold too. Um, you know, as you said, like if you if you were to use my method, he'd probably be like a C or you know maybe a C plus based on potential. But that's because of the situation that he was in. And like you said, uh, maybe in this in this um, the way that Shine's doing it in this article is that it's based off of potential. And you know, if, if Darnold comes out and I don't know throws for you know you know three four you know four thousand yards this year, whatever, um, and, and the Panthers are good, you know, all of a sudden you look at that division and you know you probably give Ryan a B, uh, you probably give Darnold, you know, maybe he bumps up to a B or something like that. And Brady obviously gets an A because he's the greatest ever. That all of a sudden makes you know that that division look a hell of a lot better. I'm not necessarily saying that's going to happen, but um, Darnold's definitely interesting because even when he was in in New York, Tom, you were one of the people that were really high on Sam Darnold, like you believed in Sam Darnold. I mean, this was even a couple years ago. Um, I thought he was gonna be really show. good, man. I really right. Did. I mean, but again, you know, when you go to New York, it's it's kind of tough sledding. It's 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 not a, an ideal situation for anybody. Um, you know, so again, is there some potential there? Absolutely. And I think that's really the reason that um, the South, the NFC, NFC South comes in at four, because 
really, when you look at it, you have two solid guys in, in, in Ryan and Brady. You have kind of the unknown in Darnold um, because you don't know what potential that he has coming into a new system. I mean, Winston and Hill, you can just kind of give them, you know, you, you know, if it's if it's Winston, it's probably a C. If it's Taysom Hill, it's a D because he's, he's you know, he's not a quarterback. But that does make that division a hell of a lot in, more interesting. Moving. I just think it's it's carried by Tom Brady. Like, you know, the NFC North could be ranked a lot higher if Aaron Rodgers decided to stay. I think the NFC felt – I don't know why uh, he's giving so much – he's putting so much weight on Brady's name because the other three guys really just are not anything special anymore. At least, of course, Matt Ryan did win the MVP, but I think he's putting a little too much weight on Tom Brady's name. Now the top three is where it gets pretty interesting. Number three, he has the AFC North with I don't know how Lamar you put Jackson. them anywhere I don't below know why number two. Well, yeah, I agree. I don't think that they should be behind the AFC West. Uh, Lamar Jackson, obviously, for the Ravens. Burrow for the Bengals. Baker for the Browns. And Big Ben for your Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Big Ben might be the third on that list if you were going to power Maybe the rank. fourth. Maybe. He really might Depending be. Depending on still, what Joe Burrow can do. Still need to see a little yeah. bit more from Joe Burrow. But I'll tell you this, I've seen a lot more from Joe Burrow than I have from Tua Tagovailoa. That's yep. for damn sure. But other than Patrick Mahomes, and, I mean, Justin Herbert is kind of in the same boat as Joe Burrow. I, I know Herbert was able to finish his rookie season and set the rookie passing record for touchdowns, but they both were guys that you watched last season and said, yeah, they're starters in the NFL, no question. There, there's no way that you can't see them being 10-plus years in this league at this position as long as they can stay healthy. So... They're kind of very similar, um, and then you just look at that crap that they have up in Denver, and that's mm-hmm. the thing that's different between the AFC West and the AFC North is where the AFC West, you know, you got Mahomes and Herbert, so you got the stud already, and then the the stud, the MVP, and the up-and-comer, and then you got a Derek Carr. Who's solid. Who's very solid. So you look at the AFC North, you got Lamar. He won his MVP. He's the up-and-comer. You got Baker Mayfield, very solid, much like Derek Carr. Up and coming, too. Yeah, much like Derek Carr, but in a better light than Derek Carr. He's younger and has more of a brighter future, I'd say. And then you got Joe Burrow, who compares really well with Justin Herbert. So then, process of elimination, you got Big Ben versus Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. I mean, it's a no brainer that it's still Big Ben. And even at his season age, if you approach the Denver Broncos and said, hey, one for one, swap Bridgewater for Ben, they take it 10,000 times out of 10,000 times. So. Yeah, I don't understand, even though the AFC West has the best quarterback in oh, this, between these two and in the entire NFL right now, you know, not to say it's top-heavy either because they do have some depth. I just think that the AFC North has a little bit extra depth, and I think it's that Hall of Famer Ben Roethlisberger that kind of pushes them over the AFC West. If you were to take any of these guys, Jackson, Burrow, Mayfield, maybe Ben's out because of his age, but – if you were to take any of those guys off of their teams, I'd be willing to bet that just about every team in the NFL would want those guys to start oh, absolutely. their team around. If you yeah. looked, for by example, I mean, if you looked at the AFC West, the same could be true for Mahomes and Herbert, obviously. I think a lot of people would probably trade their quarterback for Derek Carr. At least a few would. Mm. But would anybody do it for Bridgewater or Locke? No. no. Not uh, even. No. I don't even know if Carr would be considered in that group. I think Carr is about average. I think... There are there are as many teams in the NFL who would pass on him as there are who would take him. I just don't think there's a big need for him. And again, this is similar to the NFC South discussion with Tom Brady. I think he's putting a little more emphasis than necessary on the names of Patrick Mahomes just because he's that great. I get it, but I don't think because he's that great, that doesn't mean he's better alongside the three other guys than a division with four solid quarterbacks. Proven quarter. I mean... 
yes, Joe Burrow's not proven, but we, we there's more promise there than there is for Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Luck combined. And maybe even at this point, Derek Carr. Now, if the Broncos were to somehow swing Aaron Rodgers, then, then it's a different I mean, discussion. West is the best by far. Yeah, any, I think I think it because you have Rodgers, Mahomes, and Herbert. Herbert. I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter who's team. starting in Oakland. But even if Vegas, it is Carr, yeah. that's a above yeah. average to average that, that, guy. That starting. definitely helps boost it. Justin Herbert's got a lot of weight on his shoulders this, this yeah, season. Yeah, he does. I, there's been a lot of talk lately going into this offseason, and, and as we work our way through this offseason of just how there's so many expectations on his shoulders. And I even saw a, a teasing headline on NFL.com earlier that, you know, was questioning can the Chargers win the AFC West? And that's a tough, tough task when I don't you have a so. beast like Patrick Mahomes. I, in that as division. good as he can be, I, I do not see it happen. But that pressure is going to get to him soon. I mean, that, that, you know, probably not this year. Maybe it's a year after. If he continues to play at a level that he is, throwing 30-plus touchdowns, completing over 67% of his passes, there's eventually going to start to be the question of, okay, yeah, but when are you going to win that division? When are you going to take out Mahomes? So it's a tough hand he's been dealt because he's been – and it's it's almost unfair when you're so good so early, you get unfair expectations thrust at you earlier than you should in a young NFL quarterback's career. But not just that – now having to grow up in the shadow of Patrick Mahomes for probably the rest of his career, can't really see the Chargers moving on from him if he is as good as he's advertised to be. Right. Then you know you're you're playing with Patrick Mahomes twice a season. That rivalry is going to form. You you got to start winning it at some yeah. point. You, you can't split, just, you can't split. just accept being second fiddle. Even if he loses uh, the division this year, a split with the Chiefs in a wild card spot, massive success for him. Oh, Robert. absolutely! And, and his... Only in your second year when you missed the playoffs the year before in your rookie year. Yeah, I think it's a big success if you can win one game and make a playoff appearance. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a sign of good things to come from him. But still, a sign it's of good things to be... come from him and a sign that the Chargers are going to be the team that goes head to head with the Chiefs for right. years. It could be right. You, beyond, you just don't want it beyond to become a Patriots situation where yeah. it's like, oh, it's I think them it's and everybody be, else. Like, in the I, division. I think it has to be. I don't know because he's that good. He is, and that I think good. the team around him is that good as well. It depends on when those other guys have to be paid, though. Too that's going to factor into it. Okay, but they're not going to not. They're going to keep the Tyreek Hill and they're going to keep Travis so. Kelsey. Yeah. Number one, the NFC West and Adam Shine's list. I think the NFC West, from top to bottom, team wise, is the best as far as yeah. uh, all the divisions are concerned. Arizona Cardinals with Kyler Murray, Los Angeles Rams with the newly minted Matthew Stafford. San Francisco 49ers, Jimmy G slash Trey Lance. I feel like it's going to be Jimmy G for the most part this year. We'll get to it that in a second. It sounds like it, yeah. Russell Wilson for the Seahawks. You can honestly Super get Bowl rid of champion. the ambiguous decision in San Francisco and just look at the three guys, Kyler, Stafford, Russell, and just say that's enough to be number one. It really might be. Um, but you start with who's number one, and I kind of struggle – pinpointing that within that group before like who's the top who's dog the best? In that i division? still think it's, it's got to be russell wilson yeah it's got to be russell wilson. but matthew stafford's closing the gap more so than anybody else who's played if matt in that division stafford for can the past make a, couple years if matt stafford can make a legitimate playoff run with the rams the first team he's been on that's a capable organization and has legitimate pieces around him not just a calvin johnson and that's it i think matt stafford not necessarily that he would close the gap but if Matt Stafford somehow makes a Super Bowl appearance with the Rams, I think people are going to remember him a lot differently than had he just stuck with Detroit for the rest of his career. He might, and this might be the only division where if we were going to do like letter grades, I would say that there's two guys with an A letter grade. Because I give Russell Wilson an A, and I might give Matt Stafford an A-. Might Maybe give a, a B+. Might plus. give him a B+. Plus. Yeah. 
but I might give him an A minus. But that's the, that's the best the, you're going to see across like, all divisions. That's what I mean because the only other one that I was toying with was maybe you go Patrick Mahomes as an A, and then maybe Herbert's an A minus, but he's probably not there yet. He's probably a B plus right now for Herbert. But yeah, I think it's the closest to having two A's, and then Kyler Murray. That's a guy that I think still is elite potentially. But man, they got to win. They got to get into the playoffs. Or it's else not, he's going to get lost in the shuffle. It's not all on him, though. No, you know what no, I mean, no, no, like no, no, it's no. in his situation. It, he's Kingsbury is going to be the first one out before him, right. too. Oh, I mean, right, yeah. absolutely. Before anybody turns on him, it'll be fire Kingsbury. Yeah, and, and Murray still has you know a bunch of electricity in what he does, and he's. I mean, I think he's very intriguing, and he definitely, as you said, could ascend to elite. I mean, he's probably a B too. You know, you mentioned. You're probably, you know, you could give Stafford an A minus or Russell, you know, Russell Wilson's going to get an A, but Murray's not that far behind. At the worst, you're going to give him a B um, or a B minus. He hasn't well, done we'll anything. We'll see. Be- just because that last last season, the way they kind of stumbled right after the DeAndre Hopkins uh, Hail Mary win that they had, they didn't really do a lot the rest of the season. I think beyond that because it was against buffalo buffalo went like seven and one to finish the season and, and arizona went like two and five or something like that so i think he's got a little more to prove he's still he's still capable but i think in terms of quality i think he has a little more to prove in terms of his uh, in terms of his winning ability even though they stumbled it's not like i said earlier it's not on him though like he has proven that he has the ability to be an elite quarterback it's not all on him that they stumbled i mean i'm looking at his stats right now you know, you, you did. They did stumble down the stretch, but he still threw for three touchdowns in games that they, in which they lost. Can't threw happen. For four hundred yards in a game in which they lost in three touchdowns. Again, Can't happen. It's not all on him. And oh, by the way, he ran for 50, 60 yards in those games too. Yeah, you can't have that happen no. if you. That's gonna reflect very poorly mm-hmm. on the head coach who could very well be on the hot seat. That's gonna do it for the power rankings of the divisions based on quarterbacks and looking around some NFL headlines as well. On the next episode, we continue our series of the all-time standard. I think the very last position group left to go, we're talking Steelers defensive linemen. Gee, I wonder who's going to be at the top of that list. So we'll give you our top five Steelers defensive linemen of all time on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this one. For Jacob Recht and Kellen I'm Tom Offerman, and we will catch you next time.